The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, the Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Robert and I'm your host. This is the week 12? Week 12? Look ahead. Lines? I am not in my normal house, as you can tell. I'm in the lovely city of Louisville, Kentucky. And I'm joined from just three hours away by someone I didn't invite to Louisville with me, John Breach, based out of his house in Nashville, where he has uh, jumped the gun and put up a Christmas tree in his back in his background. Uh, despite the fact that Thanksgiving hadn't even happened yet. What's uh, up, Brinson, Christmas trees are allowed to go up the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Everyone knows that, and everyone also knows uh, early best bets. 4-0 last week. I'm glad you clearly bet on all the early best bets so that you could afford that hotel room in Louisville and not invite me. can't believe you didn't invite me. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I bet on all the I bet on, I bet, yeah, I bet the Bengals, and uh, who else did you have? You've been hot. What's, what's your record the last few weeks? Like you've been uh, scorching hot. You've, well, we've only been doing this for five weeks. Five weeks, 12, 6, and 2. Well, I mean, we've been doing it the whole season, right? Well, we've been doing the early best bets for five weeks. We've been doing this podcast the whole season, but we flipped. The early lines. Added, yeah, that's right. We only added, yeah. So you're 12, 6, and 2 on early, like, man. I'm telling you, man, it's it's you. I did these on HQ not- Tuesday mornings. was whiffing every week. I jump on a show with you, and now I can't miss. Right. Meanwhile, I can't get a bet right. Although, thankfully, the this, this second half of uh, Bingles Over did hit. Shout out to Money McPherson and Najee Harris for popping one in there as well. Um, all right, let's get to the best bets. You know, as I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I wonder, I wonder if the fact that I have 72 t- tabs open in Chrome is affecting the quality of my audio. Uh, possibly, right? Yes. Using hotel <laughs> internet, there's a 100% chance that is the case. <laughs> Almost certainly. Uh, what is your first best bet? We'll do your uh, we'll do get you will do your best bets and we'll get to my lines that I think will move. Give me your first best bet, John Breach. Uh Brenton, last week we mistakenly talked about Kirk Cousins playing in prime time. This week there is no mistake. Kirk Cousins is playing in prime time on Thanksgiving night against the Patriots. And as we all know, if there is one person you want to bet against in prime time, it is Kirk Cousins. 
Cousins. Uh, it is, and not only that, not only are we getting to bet against Kirk Cousins in prime time, uh, but he's going up against a Bill Belichick defense. I mean, we saw what happened to the Vikings on Sunday when they faced a good defense. I mean, the Cowboys just destroyed them. Uh, Kirk Cousins has faced Belichick twice in his career. He is 0-2, and he has thrown a total of three interceptions in those two games uh, and averaged about 200 passing yards per game. So it's been ugly. I expect more ugliness. If you're giving me a chance to bet against Cousins primetime, I'm going to take it. I'm going to uh, – I-, I love the Patriots here as a three-point dog to cover. Yeah, I don't. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, we were wrong. I was wrong. I had the, uh, the the Vikings in this game. Like, oh, they're home dogs. Like, they're eight and one. The Cowboys clearly, clearly a, a better team, a much more dangerous defense. And um, I, I, you know, while I don't think that the Patriots, I mean, clear, the Patriots defense probably has explosive from a pass rush perspective as the Cowboys and the Patriots offense not as good as the Cowboys offense, but three points here in prime time. Against Bill Belichick? Are you kidding me? This line is this to me was one of the ones I isolated too that is going to move and I think move down and get closer to a pickup. I don't think the Patriots will be favored, but like hey, <laughs> Kirk Cousins in prime time. Well, I mean, it's it's as simple as that, right? It seems self-explanatory, right? If Cousins in prime time, you just get the ticket in right away to bet against him. That's right. All right. Next up, you also have one that I think will move as well. The Baltimore Ravens laying four against. I'm sorry, did I did I read that correctly? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, you were like. You think the number would be like eight, seven, something huge? Like it was. I mean, look, they were favored against the Panthers. Uh, obviously, on Sunday, week 11, 12 to 13 points, uh, depending on where that line finished, and. Look, they didn't cover, and you know why? Because they slept walk through the game. It literally felt like they just kind of overlooked the Panthers or the classic trap game where you're coming out of the bye, you're playing a weak team, uh, and that's it. They slept walk through the first half, put just enough together to win, and so I don't think there's any way they overlook Jacksonville here. This, I think the, uh, the Carolina game was kind of an eye-opener, and so you know what else I like about the Ravens is that they are really, really good at stopping the run. You know what they're going to do? Stop Travis Etienne, put the game on Trevor Lawrence's hands, and we know what has happened this season uh, when Trevor Lawrence is responsible for winning the game for Jacksonville. So I like Baltimore a lot here to cover uh, as a four-point favorite. Yeah, and the other thing, too, with that Baltimore Panthers game, there was a ton of of wind in that game. And so it made it a little difficult for the, the offense to get going. It, you know, you're not going to see the same amount of wind here. I I I, I think this line is going to move. I don't understand why it's four. I think it closes like six. Maybe it's not a full touchdown because Doug Peterson off the Andy Reid tree is coming off a bye. It's possible he could be an off-the-bye coach. I'm not, I'm not totally sold on that idea yet, though. But, I mean, Baltimore should get going in the run game here. And this is just a, a spot where I think Baltimore understands the implications of – you're right, they did feel like they slept off. It was like 3-3 three to three at some point in that Panthers game late. I, I think they know that if they go out, they have to go out and beat Jacksonville – because the Bengals, your Bengals, are starting to get cooking. Joe Burrow played fantastic, destroyed Ryan Wilson's Steelers on Sunday. We'll talk about that, of course, in the recap show. Make sure you hit um, the like button, subscribe, turn on alerts, so you're notified when we go live after Sunday Night Football. But I think when you when you see what the Bengals have started to do, the Ravens know that they have the tiebreaker currently and the lead of the division. You have to beat Jacksonville. You have to show up. You have to be prepared. They're coming off a bye. They'll they'll be ready too. They're you know they're a dangerous team a little bit, and uh, I think this line moves towards Baltimore. I think it's like five and a half or six, maybe. 
Next up for you, Breach. Next up, we have the Washington Commanders hosting the Atlanta Falcons. The Commanders only a three-point favorite. Look, uh, last week, one of my best bets was Commanders over Texans. Commanders were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. What they do, they body-slam the Texans into oblivion. Uh, I won't be surprised if the same thing happens in Week 12. The Falcons are a much better opponent than the Texans, but look, the Falcons' offense is completely dependent on being able to run the ball. If they cannot run the ball, they are going to struggle. Washington is good at stopping the run. Therefore, the Falcons are going to be a turtle who's upside down on his shell and just you know waddling there and can't do anything. That is what I feel about the Falcons this week. Uh, so I like the Commanders in this spot. They've been one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They've won five of their past six games. They're only surrendering 15.8 points per game uh, over the past six weeks. Uh, so I just think that you're going to – only a three-point favorite? I'll take them. Yeah, and they needed a Corderell Patterson uh, return, a touchdown return on a, on a, on a by the way, he set the record, all-time most uh, kickoff returns at nine in his career. He needed that one after he fumbled in order to uh, to sneak by the Bears. Atlanta's a little tough, man. They, they're, they I think they're seven and four against the spread now. Uh, maybe seven, maybe seven and three or, or, or six and four, but they, they, I mean, they started seven and zero. I know that, and and they've been sort of back and forth. Like this is a team that like wants to hang around. Washington, not exactly a dominant force, uh, but Taylor Heineke, given the vote of confidence from Ron Rivera, who I think has probably been told by management that they don't want to give up a second round pick for Carson Wentz, and so they're just going to play Taylor Heineke uh, the rest of the year. Washington, of course, uh, took care of business against Houston. This is a team that's, I don't know, like kind of in the playoff hunt. I mean, like Washington is now six and five. They are they're, they're just in the playoff hunt. They're not kind of in the playoff hunt. They're in the playoff hunt. And playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Oh, I like that new one, Billy. Good job. Um, good thing ahead of the playoff picture. Uh, I, I think I think I'm with you. I think I like Washington here as well. All right. What is your final early best bet? And why does it involve taking a team that we continue to just get burnt by? Uh, well, well, first of all, is I hate to do this to our producer, Billy, the resident Eagles fan of the podcast. Now that Debo is gone, but it is uh, betting against the Eagles. Philadelphia is a six and a half point favorite against the Packers. And look, if you've watched the Eagles play the past two weeks, they lost to the commanders. They beat the Colts, but Owen two against the spread in those two games. And the one thing those two teams have in common is that they both play very sound defense and they both can run the ball. And I think the Packers also kind of have that recipe, obviously, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Um, and so I'm not picking the Packers here to cover because of Aaron Rodgers. I'm picking them because I saw what they did to the Cowboys where Aaron Rodgers only threw the ball 20 times. What they did was play the great defense and then Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon kind of did the rest. So I see those two guys getting a lot of carries and the Packers testing uh, the Eagles to see if they can stop the run. And, uh, you know, the Eagles offense has kind of hit that midseason rut. I think they'll figure things out in a few weeks. But I think right now they're just in that wall. And I don't think they're going to be able to blow out Green Bay. So I like the Packers to cover six and a half. I don't think they'll pull off the upset, but cover the six and a half. I, I think they're at least kind of live to pull off the upset. I mean, and that's not – it's almost like for a dumb reason that, you know, they lost by 10 points on Thursday to the Titans. They really needed to win that game to keep their season alive. And, like, if they lose to Philly, it's over. Like, Vince Carter gets – it's over. And so, I, for that reason alone, and that's kind of like a silly reason, but I think Rodgers comes out, looks sharp. He was really bad against Tennessee. And maybe he's washed. Maybe it's over. Uh, maybe the season is done. 
if they lose this game, we could see Jordan Love the rest of the year. But I think we see Rodgers go in there, play well, and the Packers at least keep it close. And I agree with you. You can run on Philly. You can play ball control. You can force them into, you know, like maximizing their efficiency on possessions. Philly's still a very good team. But the last two weeks have showed us that, you know, this is not the – yeah, it's not. This is not the 2007 Patriots or 72 Dolphins. This is a team that can be beat with a little ball control. And if if the Packers can do that and can run the football effectively, and you know, figure out. I mean, the only thing I'm worried about here is if you take the Packers, like, can they stop the Eagles' run game? Because I'm not sure that they can. Uh, maybe they load up the box, try and send on the Packers. I, sorry, send on the Eagles. Excuse me. I think they stay within the number as well. I like that as a best bet. Would not be surprised at all uh, if that line moved a little bit towards. The Packers, you are muted. I don't think your theory of uh, the Packers, one of the reasons you like them is because they're going to be desperate. Their season's on the line. Uh, I I like that, too. That's one of the reasons why I think this game is going to be close, and I I think you could be right. They pull off the upset. Don't forget, this is prime time. Uh, You know, we usually see Aaron Rodgers play a little better, although that wasn't necessarily the case against the Titans on Thursday. That is correct. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we look at a couple more lines that we think could move ahead of week 12. So you can go ahead and get those lines in if you like a particular side. Coming up next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So my first line that I think will move, the Dallas Cowboys. By the way, I forgot how impossible this job is because you don't have two computers in front of you. The Dallas Cowboys minus eight against the Giants. Look, I, I don't think that the Giants are suddenly exposed as you know, a team that is maybe a movie uh, out kicking their coverage from a record perspective and talent perspective, but clearly their record was not indicative of what their roster is. The Cowboys, on the other hand, the Cowboys, they might be a really good team. Like the Cowboys won't win the Super Bowl because Jerry Jones made some promise to uh, Beelzebub way back in like 96 and said like, hey, listen, just give me this Super Bowl ring. I'll never ask for anything else. He claims it was, you know, a higher power, but I think we know it was a lower power given the, you know, <laughs> whatnot. Um, I, I, I think that this is, I think they're a good team. I think the Giants are in trouble here. Uh, you know, Vanilla Vic, as Saquon Barkley likes to call uh, Daniel Jones, had a, a nice game, but the Giants feel like they might come back to earth a little bit. We talked about, you know, what teams in the NFC can make a move in the playoff race. You need the Giants to come back to earth for that to happen. I think we could be starting to see a little bit of that. They're still a very good team, could still make the playoffs. They had a great coach. They have a good GM. And the, the future is bright for the Giants in long term. But short term, I can see this Dallas line climbing above 10 with the way that they played against Minnesota. Yeah, this is really a worst case scenario for the Giants. You're playing a Cowboys team that has beat you 10 of the last 11 times. 
that you have played them. You are absolutely banged up. A lot of injuries on Sunday against the Lions, and you only get three days rest before you have to turn around and play on Thanksgiving. And then you also have Vanilla Vic coming off his worst game of the season. This was as far he threw the interceptions. This, you know, Danny Dimes turned in that turnover machine last year, and that's why the Giants struggling and and Brian Dayball kind of said you know what you got to be safe with the ball and he hadn't thrown an interception since I think week three uh but nope that's all out the window so you got Danny Dimes struggling injuries Cowboys have been dominant in this series so yeah I, I think I agree with you here Brinson uh next one I like the Denver Broncos minus two and a half against the Carolina Panthers do the Denver Broncos stink yeah probably uh they lost to the Raiders for the second time this year like what, what are we doing like you're the only team that the Raiders can beat Denver like I mean we grow up however the Carolina Panthers, and I've repeatedly said this several times throughout the season, are a very, 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 very bad football team. They are not good. They have an interim head coach. The whole motivation of like, all right, we fired rules. Steve Wilkes is in charge, has worn off. They kept it kind of close with the, with the Ravens. But like, as you said, Breach, it did feel like the Ravens were just sort of kind of playing with their food. Not really, like, they could have blown that. They could have blown the Panthers out. The Panthers had no method of scoring any points whatsoever. And Denver's defense is elite. The Panthers will not score at all in Denver. I probably would I probably would look at this under two. 35. The total is 35 in this game. I don't think they get there, by the That's way. That's not. Um, I'll look at uh, Charlotte weather real quick just to see if it's anything crazy on Sunday. No, nah, it's going to be like 61, you know, 61 degrees. Just standard, uh, you know. You know, late fall, early, you know, early uh, winter weather in Charlotte. Nothing crazy, but dude. Sunday, Thanksgiving weekend, a team that is like debating should we go to back to Sam Darnold because Baker Mayfield can't play, hosting Russell Wilson and like a, a Broncos team that's like not that interesting. That Bank of America Stadium is going to be empty. There's going to be nobody there. It's going to be a lifeless coffin kick crowd. And the Broncos should probably be playing like four or five here because Carolina is just not a good football team. And they'll be able to score enough on them. I think, I think the Panthers team total under is a great look as well. There's no way that team scores more than 10 points. Um, I, I like the under. I like the Broncos. I like the t- Carolina team total under. Fade Carolina at, you know, buy Carolina at your own risk. I'm fading them and have been for weeks, and it's worked out pretty well. Brinson, I don't disagree with you that the, there's no way the Panthers will be able to score more than 10 points, but I'm not sure the Broncos can score more than 10 points. So th- this is just like, this is a game I would stay far, far away from personally, uh, just because. Don't, don't watch it. Don't like watch it just for your eyeball sake. Like it's going to be disgusting. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't put money on it because then I would follow it and I don't want to follow it. I don't want anything to do with this game. I, I just stand with everything you said. My eyes! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Mention the Vikings minus three. I think that moves down. Mention the Ravens minus four. I think that moves up. And then finally, I think you, you know. Look, I don't know. You won't be able to bet this everywhere, but the uh, the New York Jets are currently minus four at Caesars. I hesitate greatly to suggest backing the Jets as more than a field goal favorite in any situation. However, Justin Fields was clearly not right in the second half of that Bears game on Sunday. He was carted off the field. He was like riding a cart through the, the tunnels in the locker room, was taken, you know, dealing with a shoulder injury. Like, the Bears are not a good football team. They have upside because Fields looks like he might be the – he is the future, I think, in Chicago. Like, I think that's very clear. You sit in this week. If you lose to the Jets, who cares? You're not making the playoffs. 
go improve your draft stock and make sure that nothing really bad happens to Fields. And I think if Fields is out, this line could get to like Jets minus six. Or am I crazy to think that Mike? I mean, that uh, excuse me, that who, who is the backup in Chicago? Such easy. Who is the backup? Uh, I don't think you're crazy to think that this will get to Jets minus six. Who is the back? Who is the backup in Chicago? Trevor Simeon. Your boy, Trevor Simeon, straight from Denver. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's crazy to think that it gets to minus six. Because, look, you think about how well Justin Fields has been playing over the past few weeks, but they're still losing. The Bears are still losing. They have lost four straight games. They have lost seven of their past eight games. Uh, you know, they had that huge Monday night win against the Patriots where Fields went off, and he's been going off. But they just their defense isn't any good. Uh, and they're actually going to be face a really good defense in the Jets. And so if Fields is banged up or doesn't play, uh, you you barely would like the Bears, even if Justin Fields was fully healthy. But with him possibly banged up and possibly not playing, it just feels like this is going to go way toward the Jets. Yeah. I mean, if it feels – again, you probably won't be able to find it everywhere. But you might be able to find it some places. And if Fields is banged up and doesn't play, it's Trevor Simeon and a Bears – a bad offensive line for the Bears – a guy who can't run and a bunch of like receivers that really you don't want to be back in. So, and the defense is not very good. So, I, while the Jets looked awful against the Patriots and Zach Wilson refused to accept any responsibility for the offense only providing three points, I think you have to take the Jets in the spot if you can find them early. Because I don't think, I, I think there's a very good chance that Justin Fields doesn't play. All right, that'll do it for us. That's the early week 12 line. <laughs> Look at John Breach, notorious waiver. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in to the Sunday recap show coming up after Sunday Night Football. For Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.